In this city of prey, I am the only hunter. I always say, when life gets hairy, grin and bear it. Hello! I'm Hunter Horton. And I'm Papa the Bear. And welcome to the Real House Bears! It's a happy birthday podcast! Happy birthday podcast! Hunter Harden's birthday! The crowds go watch! Birthday! Happy birthday, my beauty! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! I just wanted to wish Hunter a happy birthday. <laughs> Who am I? Teresa? Jackie? Margaret? All of them. Okay, yes, I thought. I thought it was. I'm sure I will get a personal birthday, like wish or whatever response to, or a happy birthday from somebody who's famous in the Salt Lake City area, I'm sure. Certainly you Some are. housewives out there kind of know me personally. Well, so. hopefully they really... I don't need to act like them just to have them to say happy birthday to me. Okay, well that's a threat. <laughs> but you should. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes you do act like them just because it's fun. <gasps> oh because... my god, I love that. It's Hunter's birthday. Oh my god, happy <laughs> birthday, Hunter. Here's some Vita to keep because you can't have any Vita tequila without a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> or a birthday without Vita tequila. <laughs> I'm already drunk. <laughs> I am drunk on it. Right, you're drunk on our new taglines. I am so drunk on our taglines. Drunk on the taglines. We premiered some new... We're finally officially in the new... This is we're finally no long... After next week, we will no longer be behind. We'll be caught up on our schedule. And the anxiety that I've been feeling for the past six weeks will finally go away. We'll see. Only time will tell. I know. I'm exhausted. Yes. I, and they're all starting to like... Like, we're rushing through them so much. I'm like, didn't we watch this already? <laughs> I'm like, nope, sorry. Uh, you probably heard me watching it in another room, but when we weren't taking notes. Yeah. Well, it is my birthday today, just to let everybody know. Did anybody catch that? <laughs> it's my special day! <laughs> and in honor of Hunter's birthday, we are giving you a present. Yes, listeners, <laughs> your birthday present is, as promised, our dramatic readings of the Lisa Barlow rant. Unedited, y'all, so kick your kids out of the car or out of the house or whoever you don't want to hear curse words or anything, because it's gnarly. Yeah, I'm I glad mean, that you I, said that, actually. Once we heard it, I was like, ooh, that's dirty. Yeah, so this <laughs> is also our first ever explicit rating episode. Yeah. So we'll put the, that at the very end, so after you hear like all the credits and stuff, then you guys can listen to no, it. No, we're playing it right now. Oh my we're gosh, we're going to do it right, right now. now? We're playing the to Lisa Barlow rants right now. To start now. off the episode? I feel like that starts it off in a um, hostile manner. I think it starts off with a lot of creativity. I... A lot of excitement. Okay. <laughs> a 
I guess it's my birthday and I don't get to make any rules up today. I hate fighting with my family. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right. So, um, happy birthday to you all on behalf of Hunter Harden. Who should we start off with? Me. Start off with you. All right. So, Hunter and I literally locked ourselves in the room by ourselves. And recorded where the other person couldn't hear. So this is a premiere for all of us. Oh, one take, too. One t- we were both one take wonders. One take wonders. One take. Take that to the I, bank. I wonder why I didn't do a second take. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here you go. Hunter's dramatic reading of Lisa Barlow's Pulitzer Prize winning rant. Meredith can go fuck herself. I'm done with her because I'm not a fucking whore and I don't cheat on my husband. Her and her dumb family that poses. (laughs) Why don't you own a house? Oh, wait, you can't because your husband changes jobs every five minutes. Meredith is a piece of fucking shit. I had your back and I'm offended by that. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit garbage whore. I hate her. She's a whore. She fucked half of New York. She can go fuck herself. All right, so I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, we'll probably win a Grammy for the recording of your performance. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, if there's video, there's your Oscar. Well, I really hope uh, at least my grip will get a good... (laughs) Your best boy grip? My best boy grip, yeah. Because, you know, I see that in in movies all the time, and I'm like, how come the best boy grip isn't getting more attention? Well, you just gave them attention. (laughs) It's the people behind the scenes that really count. I don't even really know what that is. I don't know either, but I hope they're gripping a day. I'm I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, so I guess without further ado, an encore performance... A whole different interpretation, y'all. He's mean. Of the Lisa, look, I went. I went. I was really being deep. cute and lovely about it, you know, like I was just kind of ranting to somebody, like or even myself. I wasn't like attacking someone. Well, here you go. <laughs> Meredith can go fuck herself. I'm done with her! Because I'm not a fucking whore. And I don't cheat on my husband. Her and her dumb fucking family that poses. Why don't you own a house? Oh, wait. You can't, because your husband changes job every five minutes. Meredith is a piece of fucking shit. I hand your back, and I'm offended by that. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit garbage whore. I fucking hate her. She's a whore! She fucked half in New York. She can go fuck herself. So, um, I hope that didn't blow your speakers. I hope everybody is now terrified, because I am. (laughs) But a little bit turned on at the same time. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, we, we just can't, you know, we, if we make promises, we got to keep them. So there you go. Mm. Um, before we get into wrap up a, a fantastic season of Salt Lake City and what I thought was a pretty entertaining reunion, a very surprising reunion. Um, thank you to those of you who came to auditions this week. 
It was a really great experience. We had some really awesome singers that showed up and a really exciting future. I can't talk too much about what happened there, um, but I will... But I can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. I mean, I can talk about the auditions and the music and the great people. I, I, we can talk about that all day long. I just can't talk about it a whole lot because there may or may not have been cameras there. But I can say that I did finally get to meet my final... I know, you collected the them all. The Holy Grail. You've... All of the Horcruxes have been collected, and I finally got to meet Meredith Marks. Love you, baby. <laughs> and now that you have all those Horcruxes, you can get um, Andy to be on our show. Be like, listen, I have all of them. <laughs> all of the Horcruxes. I will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my wand with the unicorn feather. <laughs> um, but speaking of unicorn feathers, Meredith Marks is so gorgeous in person. I've told you, the camera just does not do these women. Just, like, Meredith looks more like her face-tuned images from her social media in person. That's good, though. I mean, she's she not... Face tuning. Well, she's face tuning, but she looks like her face is just so smooth and well, she's so pretty. Well, is it makeup in general, just face tuning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was a really lovely day. I'm glad I got to spend some more time with my girls. Druther. I'm and... not jealous at all or <laughs> bothered by it, you know. I felt that for you. <laughs> not mad or bitter, you know. Well, uh, Dre and I are working, are, are scheming a plan Good. to remedy all of that. <laughs> so uh, let's get into the final reunion episode of Salt Lake City. Oh, wait. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Y'all, we went and ate over the weekend at Wasatch Brewery. Yes, let's not get into the final episode because we did want to talk about yes. this. Yes. So apparently there was a super fan that was there, but did not come over to talk to us, but told our waiter that we were famous, you know? <laughs> That they and listened that, to the podcast, they thought uh, we were funny, yeah. but we were just disappointed that they didn't come over and say hi. I know, you should have come over and said hi. We didn't know if it was somebody else that worked there, or if it was just a customer there. That is the definition of leaving someone hanging. Put a lot of effort into this, so it's really rewarding to know that people are enjoying it. I know. And, um, we, and I want praise in person. Well, I just and like, presents. I just like to meet <laughs> new people. <laughs> So, yeah, come up and say hi. That was uh, really nice to hear. There's only been one time in my career so far that I've been recognized for our podcast other than for my Hunter Hardin persona. Yeah. Which is interesting. It was at that Sugar Creek camp. And yeah. It's like, hey, you have that podcast. <laughs> I, I was like, it's so weird because sometimes people call us podcasters and like, who us? What? <laughs> We're podcasters? We're talking into a mic as podcasters? <laughs> I'm totally shocked right now. <laughs> All right. So maybe now, now can we get into the episode? Oh, fine. Let's get into this. <laughs> We're back with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So reunion episode two ended up where three starts off, which is Lisa Barlow winning the whole reunion. Oh, God. Mer I told you last week, Meredith should be ashamed of herself for talking about Lisa's renovations. <laughs> Nothing else really matters. You don't talk about children. You don't talk about family. You don't talk about renovations. You no. don't talk about Louie. Yes. I mean, you don't do any of that. That's from 
New Jersey. Yeah, but, <laughs> but nonetheless. So, I mean, I don't know what these women have been doing this whole entire reunion, one after Lisa, when all of this could have been solved at the very beginning of Lisa talking about the renovations. Well, you know, she heard it. She heard it from someone. And it's Somebody valid. told her. It's valid. Yeah. I would divorce you if well, you talked about my house of, that way. Instead, I would do exactly what Lisa did. <laughs> On your birthday. And instead of going, like, to ask her, like, hey, I heard you said this about me. I would just go behind her back and say horrible shit about her. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys are so sick. So I don't know why there is even more of a reunion after that. <laughs> Y'all, everybody needs to leave Lisa alone because she's digging a deeper grave and I feel so bad. <laughs> I love her. She makes me laugh so much. Uh, meanwhile, you know, this is the guy episode, the guys episode coming in. They're back having a, a toast. Love you guys. Love, love you back, brother. Having like a, a guy moment. This was kind of a guy episode for for Salt Lake City and New Jersey. That's true, it is. Even, yeah. Let's say hi to the house husbands. Hey, guys. Seth isn't there, uh, so Meredith is FaceTiming with him. She's clearly, you know, clear, letting him in on the whole Lisa thing. Yeah. I thought it was... Um, you know, kind of insightful to say, I don't know if insightful is the right word, but when he's like, sometimes it's not a good idea to give somebody another bullet after they've missed the first time. Yeah, so Seth is obviously, think, like, he doesn't want to give Lisa another chance. Well, who wants who wants their wives or the people that they love to feel hurt like that ever again, you know? And if they ever are friends again, it's going to take a long time for them to trust each other again, or at least to trust Lisa. Yeah, yeah. So when the guys get in, I thought it was really funny. Poor little meek John Barlow. And he's like, so, John, why did you, why did you mess up the whole catering event? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I'm just that type of person. <laughs> he's like, well, you know. <laughs> um, are Whitney and Justin having sex more than twice a week? I don't know. They're, it's, he said they're staying about twice a week. Um, no, we're pretty solid two times a week. <laughs> Well, you know, apparently, you know, Justin did just recently lose his job. And what is they're saying through social media is that that sex scene was the reason why. Ooh, I bet. Um, I don't know if there's any validity to that. I wonder if Whitney is going to hire him for her company. Ooh. Hey. Because they're in the beauty business. Yeah. And uh, she's making that money. We'll talk about that. Um, well, actually, we'll talk about it right now, about how much money Whitney spent on the rebrand. <laughs> this really clears but, it all up, though. But this... It's not even their savings money. It's their cabin yeah. money. They yeah. have like a whole nother savings. Yeah. So it's like, that's not that big of a deal, y'all. Yeah. But wait, you guys have two separate savings accounts? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but Justin's response about Whitney being his best investment. Uh, Whitney's the best investment I've ever made. That made everyone melt. I know. It made everyone melt. But Whitney's sales are up over 500%. So maybe you're right. Maybe she just need to be a husband and wife team. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, they I, they seem to get along so well that I think that maybe they could work together well. well yeah. Who I knows? They, I think they could work Sometimes together. Sometimes people work differently than they are, you know, outside of work. Mm -hmm. You never know. Seth has commented on Whitney's cleavage a lot this season, and as I expected, I even think I said it back on the boob cake episode, I think Whitney's getting irritated by this, and this is how she's shutting it down. Yeah. And I was right. No? Yeah. Uh, she's like, no more boob talk. I know that you have a certain appreciation for my cleavage. <laughs> um, what was Seth's reaction to Lisa's rant? You know, Seth gets, like, really emotional talking about how well Meredith handled this season during such a hard time and really just praises his wife yeah. for her strength, more so than tearing down anybody else as much. Mm-hmm. 
What about when Lisa said that Meredith had sex with half of New York? <laughs> well, Seth has F the other half. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Sounds like, that was a perfect response. That was I loved a it. great response. Seth was in good form in this reunion. Mm-hmm. He was in great form. Um, how did John feel about seeing the rant? And John's like, you know... I just felt horrible because I know that Lisa isn't that kind of person. She wouldn't really want to hurt anybody on this stage that way. She just, you know, had a moment where she lost her temper. Yeah. And Lisa, like, whispers to Meredith again how sorry she is. I'm so sorry you talked about my renovation. And I had to come for you. Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have a moment where we all want to knock Dewey off of his stool. Mm Mm-hmm. Dewey, do you really think that having another kid would fix the pain of losing nine kids in a bit, you know? And he's like, well, my kids are just so good. Couldn't we just have a kinder, better world out there? And I'm like, but you're going to try to have it with another woman or you're going to adopt. So it's like... Let's make it clear. I did not make my wife have to want to pressure her to have another baby. Yeah, he, I pressured her to get a sister wife or to. You know, and like, when he talks about how he's like, "You guys are all in business," so I looked at it as a business thing. I'm like, "You're looking at children as a business." I want results. Like, I want results. Want, like I'm like, "Shut up, Dewey. Just be quiet." You're not helping yourself. You're not helping at all. You're making yourself appear even more. You're unlikable. a dick and love the children you have. Right. Gosh. <laughs> um, but surprise, Dewey is getting therapy. Like that shocked me. Yeah, because uh, earlier they said that she, he wasn't. Yeah, and I and I never imagined that he would. I just kind of thought he was so hard-headed. But then the guys kind of have a big powwow about how therapy is important. All the guys are being the mentally healthy ones. I say I'm going to slip my wrist all the time. It's okay. They're yeah. like, yeah, I go to therapy. And she's like, yeah, Jen and I go to therapy, and therapy helps. And so-and-so's like, I'm in therapy, and I'm in therapy. And so that was kind of a, a nice little powwow and su- a support for mental health. We clear up the whole hospital situation, which I mean, they're very clear here, but it's still muddy to me. Yeah. Like, the timeline that they speak about right here makes perfect sense, but most people aren't really buying it, because I mean, it doesn't make sense that he was in the hospital and then for a moment I felt like he wasn't in the hospital, and now he's back in the hospital, but maybe I just made all that up. Well, you don't make up gastral bleeding. No, you don't. You don't. That's nothing to mess around uh-huh. about. <laughs> so um, Sharif does have a history of that. So he actually was experiencing some. And good for him to say that on national television that he has rectal bleeding. I mean, <laughs> most men wouldn't want to say that. You got to love your wife. You got to love your wife you a lot for that. You got to love your wife <laughs> to tell the world about your anal bleeding or mm. whatever bleeding. <laughs> We're not going to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jen couldn't even watch the scene where the women were like talking about Jen having affairs the night that she got out of the Uber. Coach watched it, but Jen couldn't. Yeah. I, I could if I was coach, I couldn't watch it. I'm like, no, you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but um they say that there have been no moments of infidelity. Coach didn't say anything at all. Like Yeah, it took a second and then Jen said no. I felt like it was, was strange. Like, is there something maybe we're yes. missing? Yes. So you guys don't want to... I mean, you've already talked about rectal bleeding. You might as well talk about this. <laughs> right? If you can talk about that, you can talk about anything. Did Coach ever wonder where the money came from? He's like, no, she's been working forever. 
Yeah, this is all accumulated over 20 years. Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden she had designer outfits. But it does all of a sudden seem like she has a lot of money just to throw, like, parties. Like, throwing down an $80,000 birthday party for Meredith. Um, yeah, I mean, Whitney talked about that, what, in the second episode? We're like, I've just never seen my people spend money like that. Yeah, like $30,000 on someone else's party. Like, that's crazy. Right. But, hey, throw me a party, Jen. It no. is my birthday. Right? <laughs> um, actually, girl, let's go to that game we keep talking about. Yeah. Uh, did Sharif ever have a conversation with Jen when he doubted her? When he, like, asked about her business and doubting her business practices? He's like, no. I just looked at her and said, hey, this is going to be tough, but we're going to get through it. That's not what Whitney has been saying, and Jen's upset about it. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, and Whitney's like, listen, I was just explaining the charges on the article. I wasn't saying specifically what you were doing or speculating about what you were doing. I just was familiar with the verbiage that was in that article, and I was explaining it to the ladies. And yeah. That, that's fair. That, and that, I mean, it sounded like she was talking about that's what... Jen did. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Jen brings up Justin's company being charged with being a pyramid scheme. He's like, first of all, my name was removed right away. Yeah. I was not part of that, so leave me out. Not to mention, now I'm jobless from that company, so oh, let's not talk about it. Why are we here if no one can get along? Then they talk about Lisa taking so long to reach out to Jen, and Lisa's like, well, you know, there was the fight after the photo shoot, and Sharif was surprised that Lisa wasn't the first one to call and was moved to tears when Heather showed up and Lisa's like, oh, 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 oh cough, scoff, scoff. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, Sharif tells us about how Jen's severe depression is going and she mm -hmm. can't get out of the bed and mm -hmm. Omar is really the only person that she'll get out of the bed for. So she and Omar, so Sharif and Omar are really just like giving Jen a reason to live. <laughs> Poor thing. I mean, I can't imagine the stress and pressure she's going Waking on. Waking up every day and having to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, let's, again, innocent until, until proven guilty. Maybe she didn't know there were, you know, illegal business practices going on. and But the likelihood of her getting a prison sentence is pretty high. Yeah, and it's a big, it's a big charge. So... Just let's pretend for a moment that we're going to take someone at their word and think about how intense that would be. We have to rally. It's up to us. During the commercial break, Lisa goes over to give Heather and Whitney a hug. I was like, where did this come from? I know. And the whole time, like, Lisa's talking to Whit or Heather. Whitney's like, can I have a hug? Hey. <laughs> hey. What about, do not, hey, don't I, I get one? Can I have a, can I have a wait, hug? Wait, do wait, I get a hug? Can I'm I get right a, here. Hey. Hugs do, right here. Do, Free hugs. I want a hug. Free hugs. How come I don't get a hug? I'll get a hug. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, they're right. They did end up the season in a great place. It was, it, I think we were all very jarred by how hard Heather went in on Lisa right away in this reunion where they ended up the season before, you know, in a pretty mm -hmm. great space. So suddenly there's like this Lisa kumbaya and Heather's like, I would never be on this couch without Lisa Barlow. And Meredith, even Meredith's like, I, I wouldn't be on this couch with Lisa Barlow. Yeah. And there's like this little bit of a melting between Meredith and Lisa, but you can tell it's going to require a lot of work. Well, Heather is still mad that Lisa isn't like taking the apologies seriously and like owning up to what she's done. I just want to be in the ugly with you. Yeah, that's really... Or what like, she hasn't done that she's made people feel, you know? Yeah, just be unapologetically you. Yeah. And, but be but own it. 
You know, it's okay. We all make mistakes. Sometimes we tell lies. Sometimes we make bad decisions. You can tell Lisa grew up with a lot of sisters. It is time to talk about the most dramatic thing to ever happen in the Beauty Lab parking lot. So it's time to get into Jen's arrest. At BLNL. Jen was arrested and immediately taken to a judge to learn about her indictment. They did say she was arrested when they found her. <laughs> Turns out that Jen gave the footage from the camera herself yeah. to show about how young boys of color were treated. And everybody still wants to know, was Stuart approached treated the, same. the same way? It's hard to tell. Yeah, I would love to know myself. Yeah, I would too. How were his kids with their hands over their head walking out of the house? Yeah. You know, that's a valid question to ask. Um, it's still a little bit muddy about in what capacity Stu and Jen worked war for or with or how that works. Uh, you know, she, Jen isn't oftentimes really great at clearing those types of details. No. <laughs> Maybe that's why she wasn't planning on getting arrested. Maybe she's just not detail-oriented. <laughs> but nobody has heard from Stuart in that group. No, and him changing his plea to guilty doesn't, you know, look so good. Um, but Jen can't really respond to that. No one has spoken to Stuart since the arrest. Heather tried to call and didn't get a respond. Um, Lisa also tried to call, um, and Jen's like, of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> Just like you tried to call so-and-so or something like that. Seven lawyers. Right. Uh, how did it feel to watch the women talk about Jen's lifestyle? And Jen's like, in her audition tape, she's like, oh, yeah, I spend like $50,000 a month. My goodness. But we do get to see a cute little clip of her on our, her audition tape and tape. Sharif talking about her. That was cute. I like yeah. to see stuff like that. But then Jen goes in on Whitney again for a while because Whitney took a while to figure out how to show up for Jen. Yes. My goodness. Jen is bouncing around at anger. And, you know, in women. season one... Jen and Whitney, you know, Jen tried to drown Whitney. He, she sure threatened her. <laughs> I think it's fair that it took her a minute to be like, okay, how am I, how is this going to work out? What is my role here? Um, but Jen's still not happy with things that, like, Whitney said on Watch What Happens Live. But Heather sticks up for Whitney. Yeah. Really? All the things that we've said and done to each other, you're going to get mad about that? <laughs> I know. Quit being so picky. Right. Now you're going to be, we've you're like going down a list of things that have pissed you off in the past. You've practically threatened to kill people. You know? I know. Like, calm down. Calm down, sister. <laughs> Um, so they're in the Sprinter van. They're surrounded by the FBI. It makes sense that they're going to, like, speculate and talk about things. And Jen's like, yes, of course. But I'm still upset because they talked about unrelated things. Oh, God. Which, I mean, I guess they did. Andy asked Lisa about her seeming to immediately distance herself from Jen. And Lisa, you know, she spent this whole, and she spent this whole reunion going, I did not. 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 Yeah, I did not. But uh, clearly, you know, Lisa's actions don't translate very well. <laughs> no way. But Andy just kind of laughs. If you, did you notice that Andy's just kind of laughing watching Jen and Lisa go? Like he ping pongs back and forth. <laughs> yeah, he loves those two ladies. Jen is not flagged at Louis Vuitton. I have heard that Tiffany Moon is. I don't know if oh that's my. true. I don't know if it's true, so just hard. Um, Meredith, what has Jen done to terrorize your family? And Meredith is all about, it's all, Meredith just has some hearsay. I've heard this. I've heard that. I don't like to operate off of things that aren't fact. 
Yeah. Even this private investigator who was a cyber specialist, he just assumed it was Jen because there was a small pool of people who would have had that contact. Yeah. But Jen received, or Meredith received texts, Heather received texts. I think. And ma- apparently emails too. So I, I don't know why. It, and Jen's like, well, then. How about threatening texts that I've received? Should I then just oh assume goodness. that it came from you? I know. But you know what? I That wasn't too terribly far-fetched. I'm like, there's plenty of people, I'm sure, that have your phone number, you know, or your email address or whatever, or spammed it or what have you. You're entitled to your feelings. I'm entitled to mine. Does anyone think that Jenna's guilty? No one raised their hands. You know, Heather's getting a lot of flack for being like, I don't care. I'm just here to support her. Mm-hmm. Even if she made a mistake. Maybe she made a mistake. Maybe she made bad decisions. We'll see. But even if she did, she's my friend. Yeah, we'll see. She's my how family. It goes. You know, Heather has lost most of her family when she lost, you know, her church. Yeah. So, you know, you, you gotta stick by people that you can stick by, that you love, that you trust, you know? Yeah. Andy points out that the New York State Attorney success rate is ninety-five percent. Jeez. And Jen's like, it's because everyone takes play deals. They don't fight. And I want to fight for people of color, fight for people who can't fight, people who aren't normally represented well, and just simply take a plea deal. I hope those are some, I don't know those statistics, but I hope there's a lot more positive than 95%. Yeah. Um, they do take a break, and then Heather kind of has a little bit of a breakdown on, beha- on Jen's behalf. Mm. And then we wrap up this awesome season with their closing. <laughs> the closing is that Jen doesn't know the charges against her. <laughs> but it was a really sweet moment when Andy's like, you want to be back on the couch after season three? Yeah. But you know, she is going to be because her court date got pushed, pushed back, back and season further. three will be wrapped up by the time. But you know what? I bet you they'll do some like, I th- I, they end up wrapping at the end of April and her court date I think is in June. So I bet you there'll be footage appended on to season three somehow everyone's biggest takeaway heather's biggest takeaway is that we're all human we all do things we regret and no one is beyond redemption Mm -hmm. jenny's was that she'll speak her mind more i was Mm -hmm. like i thought you spoke your mind a lot Uh, maybe too much maybe too (laughs) much Whitney's going to believe in herself and the growth that she's gone through plus take a stand when it's not popular Meredith is not going to let things build and fester. Lisa um, has learned that she has a hard time being vulnerable because the way that she was raised. And because of that, people don't find her genuine. Yeah. And then Jen Shaw has learned that she's stronger, that people are stronger than they think they are. If you can get over the initial impact, then you can get over anything. Yeah. 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 That's true. That is, that's, you know, those are words to live by. Yeah. Everything is just a a season. Sometimes just a moment. Mm -hmm. All right. They end up with some fire roasted friendship churros. I want a churro so bad. I know. Just filled with something creamy and yummy. I just like regular churros. Yeah, no. I like the the filled churros. I like them sometimes, but I like just a good old classic, like mm, at the carnival churro. Yeah, a little a little bit dry. Now my mouth is watering bit, a little bit. Little well, Heather chewy. takes them out, <laughs> and we'll let Heather take us out as we go take a little break 
season three of Salt Lake City, or season two of Salt Lake City, goodbye. Bye. It was such a pleasure. You women are icons in my mind and in my heart, and I can't wait till season three. Can't wait to see y'all in season three, and can't wait to see my bear in season three. Bye. Bye. I would like to say, Housewives of Salt Lake City, we are phenomenal, beautiful, fashionable, real, fake, and f***ed up. Hi, this is Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. And we're back. We are back. With the Real House Bears podcast. The House of Bears. The House of Bears. It's the House of Bears. And welcome to our House of Bears podcast. (laughs) This is very awkward. Well, I like that better than your jersey. uh, Your jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully they have some kind of like Swedish... Housewives show. I'll be that'll be gold for me. I wonder I mean that does need to happen. That does need to happen. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this needs to happen now. Well, before the the bromance breakup that happens literally in the last five seconds of this episode. <laughs> yeah, it literally is it like takes five seconds to get. You through. cannot even call this episode "Bromance Breakup" with the little bit of time it gave to this episode. It's crazy. Yeah, they should have saved that title for next episode. But anywho, we're at the pink party. You're like, no, that was weeks ago. I know. We're finally we're catching up. We're <laughs> I know. Up. I'm sorry, y'all. We're catching up. I look like a loser. Uh, Tracy was telling Teresa how to be a good sister, and Teresa's walked out because she doesn't want to fight with her family. They're always right. I'm always wrong, Louie. <laughs> but Joe almost does the right thing. He does go the, do the right thing by going out and talking to her calmly. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want her to cry. He cares about her. But he still has to make his point. Yeah. You know, uh, it would be nice if he didn't have to make his point right there and just be like, listen, this isn't important right now. There's no way that he's going to be able to reason with her. No. And I think he knows that. But I love seeing Teresa... Making herself back down from conflict. I hate fighting with my family. She's never done that before. It's because Louis gonna beat her if he, she hasn't. <laughs> like nothing intimidates me. <laughs> and plus, Joe is literally her last family member. Yeah. So she's, and she's in love, so she doesn't have any baggage right now. Yeah. She's not like pent up and angry about anything. Yeah, she's like, I need to evaluate what's important, and this isn't important enough for me to lose my brother. I have no problem. But girl, you are being a hypocrite. Like, oh, she crazy. is. Absolutely. She's a huge hypocrite my in goodness general. goodness gracious. But that's what's so endearing about Teresa, because like, she's a committed hypocrite and doesn't see it in herself. No. I mean, it's really, it's wildly entertaining. Even pointing it out to her, like, fact for fact, she still won't Uh -uh. back down from it. She needs to be, like, a lawyer or something, because there's (laughs) no way anybody's going to be able to out-talk her. Seriously. They'd be like, the blood was on his hands. Now, <laughs> now it just wasn't. No, I don't. <laughs> that was pain. I probably. See, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. GS got on social media. She didn't see it. <laughs> so it didn't happen. Next. <laughs> That's how she works. <laughs> uh, Melissa joins them, and again, she seems to want to calm things down, but she ain't trying. What the hell is this? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa's in no like position to make anybody calm down. Right yeah, now, tell, telling someone be friends with them if you want, but I'm done with them <laughs> does not make anyone feel good. <laughs> Have my back. That doesn't make anyone feel good. <laughs> so I think you kind of failed there, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> the guys take a group shot. I went in the middle of that group shot, especially since Tiki's there. Hey, Tiki. Oh my goodness gracious. Um, Tracy pulls Teresa aside and, like, tried to explain herself. I was like, girl, what are you doing? What do yeah. you stop? Stop, stop. stop. Abort, yes. abort. <laughs> right. Yes, this is not the. No, no. You Haven't don't... you seen the show? Like, right. what are you doing? Seriously. I'm, I'm like, total panic right now. Like, and, and quit trying to just make your point. Yeah, Maybe stop. say, hey. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have stepped in there. We don't, we barely know each other. Yeah. I, I would like you to understand that my intentions were good, and I was just like giving you some communication tips that help with me and my family. But I'm probably overstepped. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's what I would be doing. I mean... I mean, I wouldn't have stepped up in the first place. I think it was Teresa. <laughs> I mean, Teresa probably comes up to my hip. Uh, yeah, but she's t- terrifying. I know. She's got a big bark, a big bark. I swear to God, I'm gonna f-ing blow my casket. I really am. <laughs> um, then Margaret comes over, and then uh, of course, when Margaret's around, Louis' video is gonna come out. Yeah. And uh, Margaret's like, "Listen, it was everyone." And she's like, "I didn't see it. I never saw it." Gia didn't see it. She's on social media. <laughs> I mean, and she didn't see it, so she couldn't I mean, see it. Yeah. Then there, it's not even out there. It's Audrey not even out there. didn't see it. Who's seen it? Like, none, none of my four daughters saw it. Four daughters. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I didn't see it. Jay didn't see it, and then my daughter saw it. Well, I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. Either. I am buying There's it. no way no that you didn't way. see it. And the, you Curiosity know alone. You know she subscribes to Google Alerts for about Louie. Oh, yeah, because if she hears anything being said about anybody, she knows and it. And it's not going to be good. <laughs> I thought that is the best uh, like line that Teresa could have ever given. She does, if I hear anything, if you guys don't tell me right now and I hear about it later, not going to be good. <laughs> but actually, she says it in like one breath. Does yeah. anybody have anything to say? Because if I found out about it later, it's not going to be good. Is there anything that anybody has to say to me? Because if there's stuff going on behind my back and then when I find out about it, it's not going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be good. <laughs> But it's true. hundred <laughs> percent. Right. She's going to be mad either way, but if she finds out about it later, it's not she's going to be, be ultra pissed. Yes. <laughs> and Margaret's like, I'm not trying to hurt anyone by bringing it up. I wish Margaret could somehow get through that wall that Teresa puts up that she could hear, hey, I'm just really giving you a chance to clear all this up. Yeah. That's really what I'm doing. Because I'm everybody's talking about a it. chance to state his case on a national platform and put all this to bed. I can address the video for It would be easy. Because Tell us what date the, the memorial was. Oh my God, I can't, you know? I can't, I can't. Um, so Teresa said it makes them nervous because the way that Margaret talked about Jen, she must be talking about Louis that way. <laughs> I mean, that's really her rationale here, isn't it? I mean, if you're talking about Jennifer that way, you must be talking about Louis that way. Uh, there's there's another point in this episode where Teresa's trying to, like, explain herself or reason why she's upset. And I, 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 I'm so confused right now. Like, I don't know what's going on in her head most of the time. So these 
it, later on, it gets so mushy for me. I'm just totally well, confused. What's happened is Louis is paranoid that people are talking about him. And so, therefore, Teresa is convinced that people are, and they are, I mean, they are. Well, everybody's going to gossip, Teresa. Everyone's gossiping about it. Everyone is. I mean, it's on everybody's tongue in every episode yes, they talk about it. Seriously, Dolores is probably the only person who's not, like, bringing it up. Yeah. And maybe she is. I was just kind of off the top of my head. You know, it really, this whole Jennifer and Margaret thing, it is kind of apples and oranges. Jen has been speaking poorly about Margaret for years. Whether Margaret released a secret or Jen has just been nonstop calling Margaret a slut for <laughs> cheating. It really doesn't, they're both being horrible. I've always had the social areola. Yes. You know, whether, no matter what the... Two wrongs don't make a right. Semantics, you know? <laughs> semantics. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and then, sadly, the Aidens are having a wonderful family day at home. <laughs> it looks so cheery and exciting and full of life. <laughs> it's like a like a Hallmark commercial kind of <laughs> situation. Kids are doing underwater handstands. The parents, they both have their legs in the pool. But you have, like, this frenetic energy over at the pink party. And then you have... Come on, kids. Let's not drown ourselves. It's family day. Yay. Yay. I love this. I would much rather be doing this than being at an awesome party with great cocktails and food and making money. Yeah. I'm ready to kick some butt. But instead, I'm here with my husband and I'm pissed out right now. Yeah, and I can't talk about it because you kids are here in our faces the whole time. And I can't look at you, any of you kids in the eye anymore because you know our dirty little secret. <laughs> so... That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, but back at the pink party, Melissa's telling her mom and her sisters about her fight with Jennifer. The guys are talking about what a bad person they think Jennifer is. Oh my gosh. And their disappointment in Bill for not taking up for Joe Gorga. But this is mostly Joe being pissed off, though. Mostly, yes. Yeah. Mostly. But there, I mean, <laughs> I am not happy about this me at all. I'm not either. Um, it actually angers me a little bit, to be honest with you, because I would never, I would never call you out or correct you in front of a group of people. Whether they were our closest friends, whether they were our family, I would never call you out or shut you down. Yeah, you would calm would, the situation down. I would say, down. hey, you know what? Before we say something we regret, let's leave. Let's leave. Yeah. I, but I wouldn't be like, Hunter, you don't talk to Joe Gorga that way. <laughs> he is my friend. <laughs> Never. I would take you home and I'd be like, Hunter, you are a horrible monster tonight and I hope you can understand why. I called her the C-U-N word 20 times. You'd bring out the belt. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm irritated about this, and the and Joe is is kind of being a little girl about this. And Evan is on Team Jennifer as an as an evil monster. Oh yeah, because I mean, listen, she I did dig. I wouldn't tell anyone that I wouldn't even I wouldn't say your wife is evil to my friend. No. <sighs> yeah, this whole situation's very messy. But you know, Joe calls it the Wolf Pack. We got to be a Wolf Pack. That's what the wolf pack is. True friendship. 
Don't let these ladies that's, get in between us men. I mean, is it really called toxic masculinity? Is that hey, like... that's what I wrote. Oh my gosh. See, I wrote it down us. somewhere. Thank God we share that brain cell. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So Frank suggests a guy's night out, including Bill, and after a moment of thought, also Louie. <laughs> I don't think it sounds like a great idea for all the guys to go out all well, of a sudden. <laughs> we'll find out. They invite Louie over and he's like, what? What do you guys want to do to me? <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> so whatever you guys don't. Don't. Um, but they invite him to guys night and he's 100% in. Yeah. And then, of course, Melissa comes over and interrupts. She interrupts a lot of conversation. I'm, I'm stunned to But see. I, I do love it when Joe is trying to talk to Melissa, saying that she's going to go out. And Frank is over there with the guys, like, narrating what he can say. Because, you know, Frank's good at reading lips. But right about now, Melissa's telling him, no, you can't have a shot. And he's saying, please, like, in front of the guys, let me be tough. <laughs> and from that bedpost, he knows how to read lips. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Yeah, he's he's just like, yeah, I want to go out with the guys. Can you just please just let me go out with the guys, honey? <laughs> but I love that. And but Melissa, she knows that it's trouble already. She's like, where are you boy gangers going? She's so boy gangers! Oh my She's gosh! So what are you boy gangers doing? You feel like a little posse in pink. Uh, but then, meanwhile, Frank's talking about Joe, and then Joe's telling Melissa, "Look at it, Frank. He's like wearing more food on his <laughs> they- shirt." are both just constantly terrorizing each other. But Frank comes right back and he's like, oh, he stood up and he cleaned his mouth on my shirt right here where my belly is. Your husband was standing up and he wiped his mouth with my shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh, they are so funny. I wonder if Frank always wins. If I think it's he's I think so it's, full of great one-liners. I think it's constant back and forth. He's so good at full. I mean, I mean, even with the green martini, like he always oh has a good last line. Yeah. It would be embarrassing if the 22-inch arm wasn't holding it, okay? Now, uh, so that kind of wraps up the Jersey Shore, actually, except for, I think Teresa appears to still be on the Jersey Shore later when she and G are together. So right now, the Bravo editors thought this would be a perfect time to throw in a two-second clip of Jennifer and her daughter cleaning poop out of the toilet. Yeah. What the hell? mm Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because that's life away from the Jersey Shore. Cleaning toilet? And she's like talking about like, if you have poop on the brush, you did your job. I'm like, what? (laughs) Do you even remember back when the season last started off with Jackie cleaning a toilet? I'm still scarred by that. She's like, (laughs) I hate the pandemic. I'm cleaning my own toilet. Yeah. And I've seen that in a couple of Housewives seasons. Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow. That's right. Yeah. What's, what's, who, what editor? And producer that's got some kind so of fecal philia. Was it at Jennifer's house or was it at the Goldshiners? Because they're always talking about poop. It was Jennifer. It was Jennifer and her, uh, I think her youngest. Olivia. 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 Um, I do, they do show like a lot of little short shorts. Montage. I have montage. I can't, I just say montage. Showing Evan being the Joker with the kids again. Mm-hmm. I, Evan's starting to make me laugh. I like, I never really thought much about him, even though I was like, yeah, he's got a lot a hot body and all, but whatever. But now that I'm seeing more of his personality, except for the last three seconds of this episode, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm now attracted to him. Uh, yeah. I wasn't I, before. I like him more and more. Yeah. Already got three poops out. Margaret and Marge arrive at the restaurant Sophia. Margaret and Margie. 
They order passion fruit mocktails. Oh my god, I love those mocktails. Those mocktails, have you had them? It turns out that Marge Sr. is ordering the businesswomen special. Yes, ma'am, because she's got some international wine dealer scheme. I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, <laughs> she's a working woman working for some sort of wine distributor. And she got it like just into the like quarantine too. Yeah, you get it, Marge. You better, Marge. I mean, you, I like Marge. She's like 183 years old, and like, hey, I love watching Margaret and Marge hang out. They are. It's it's nice that they were able. You know, they were never really mother daughter all that much. Yeah. So it's nice to see how nicely they've settled as like best friends. Yeah, they seem like just best friends more yeah. than anything, uh, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't. I think Margaret has, is grown. She doesn't need yeah. a mother anymore. So there's. More new a new group of people. Couple hours have passed. We're getting together with a new group of people. So what do we do? We're going to talk about Louis' tape again, <laughs> right? Yes, of course. So they talk about Louis' video again. I can address the video for you. Teresa's up, just upset that Margaret, Marge, yeah, Margaret keeps bringing it up. Yeah, Teresa and Gia, they seem to still be at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, they go there. This like, the pliables. I want whatever Yum. that is. Yeah, I it sounds good. Whatever that is. Um, but uh, Gia has a boyfriend there at the shore. And they've been together longer than um, Louie and Teresa have been together. Work. Well, they said they have already celebrated their one year with a yeah. helicopter tour around New York City. Did you see how Gia said that like it was nothing? We took, yeah. a, we took a like, oh, oh, gosh. Oh, like what everybody does so is throw away. Like, one yeah. year anniversary. <laughs> it was like a private thing. We were like a gold helicopter. It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> insane um but louis is planning their one year anniversary <laughs> louis great isn't he great don't you just love louis isn't he great i don't you love I, louis louis is so great don't you think he's great I, louis is so great you have don't you think louis i mean I, I, louis is so great i mean he's so i don't great. I, but I, and, and, and he's great yeah. Come on. he's great don't you think he's great <laughs> I know, I loved it. It's like, it's Teresa trying to convince herself that Louis is great, or is she trying to convince it's her everybody daughter else. and everyone everybody else? Everybody else. But Gia's not really having it. Gia's just like, mm. We do give Gia a hard time because she always does look like she smelled poo, but she really is the adult in this situation. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Mom, you're in this, like fantasy world with him right now the honeymoon phase like you do if you get engaged yeah. i'll be pissed i don't even think about that gia <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. which is basically her just saying i don't really like him so i hope you guys don't get engaged kind of thing yeah i guess gia can't have all the looks and the responsibility and have a sparkling personality on top of it. <laughs> right she obviously just <laughs> you can't have it all you yeah you can't have it all she just does not trust louis i don't either he freaks me out um and then, of course, back at Margaret and Marge, we're talking about Louis. But this is something different. Yeah, there's new press about Louis beating a former girlfriend. Oh my gosh, shocking. Like, <laughs> did you think that he might have done that in his past? Does he not show signs of being an abuser right now? Pay attention to red flags. You can't ignore the signs. Yeah. Meanwhile, G and Teresa are like, ignore all that. Before, Ignore what? all that. Ignore all those signs. So wasn't it a letter he wrote to her apologizing for hitting her in front of her kids? I think that's what it was. So, like, how you can't defend that. That's a letter from you, y'all. Like, ugh. 
I can't handle that. I'm freaked out. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that you can't do gay camp therapy and become a better person. 100%. I'm a better person after every, like, bear event. Right? (laughs) I'm a better person after every minute that I'm gay. Look, I'm better already. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just better, even better now. So, anyhow... Oh, here we go. Louis is just so volatile, and I'm terrified of him. He has serious insecurities, which he overcompensates with toxic, macho, meal egotism. Yeah, absolutely he does. Like, Like, the way he handled... Margaret. Margaret, with the issue, he right away attacked her for saying, I'm not threatened by you, so you need to stop trying to threaten me. I mean, you on your best day wouldn't intimidate me. Yeah. But it's like, that's not what she's doing. No, no. And then he explains himself, and everyone's like, what? I hate when he talks. Yeah, I can't handle when he talks. And he just seems like he's just such a uh, manipulator. He manipulates you before you can react to it. That's called gaslighting. Yeah, and it freaks me out. That's called gas. That's the big... uh, where the kids are using. Well, I mean... Gaslighting. Then Teresa has got a gas pipe right up her butt right now. <laughs> right. Because she's and it smells gaslighting. like pineapples. Oh, my goodness gracious. Over at Dolores's house, her sweet parents come... Her mother... Oh, my gosh. Like I loved her parents. Thing. They're just... She's just... Valerie. Valerie. You can't fight the DNA, Valerie. That's one of my favorite <laughs> sound bites. Yeah, that, that one was good. Um, Dolores has an elevator in her townhouse because her dog doesn't like the stairs. Well? Well, not because her dog doesn't like the stairs, but now the dog won't go up another stairs because there's an elevator option. And to be honest, it's a it's a modest house for a housewife. Yeah, but I can only... I bet it's in an incredible part of town. I bet it's worth a fortune. Yeah, but a community pool? Ew. A man who lives in excess. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, the very, very, very first season of New Jersey when Teresa was like, we're building our home, our own home, because, like, moving into a used home, that's disgusting. Ew. Uh... <laughs> Whatever. I know. Dolores' townhome is really quite amazing, and her mother loves it. Everyone loves it. Yeah. They're like, Dolores, you're so happy here by yourself. And Laura's like, yeah, I don't want to leave. As a matter of fact, I don't want to go back to that home and deal with the PTSD of my history. Yeah. With Frank. Like, this... There's a a good bit of, like, Frank bashing happening throughout this episode. There's another scene where they're talking Mm -hmm. about her marriage with Frank. Um, And even though she and Frank are great now, you just never... You know, you can forgive, but it's really hard to completely forget something traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. That person reminds you of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, (laughs) sorry, Frank, but maybe you could have been a little bit better. Frank's priorities are a little off. But, you know, Frank, if we find out that Frank was okay with the house rules. Yeah. Well, and I also think Frank has been so ashamed of his past actions that he's been doing right by Dolores ever since. You know, I would and being like... a good father, because there's so many times when they split, and the parents can't even talk or be in the same state as each other. I would like to think that Frank is, hopefully, I mean, we don't know his real life, but I would like to think that hopefully is an example of becoming a better person. Mm-hmm. At the very least, he at least hasn't married someone because <laughs> he's not ready to not cheat on him. I know? know, right? At least don't get married. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Stay out of trouble, Frank. We find out that Dolores' mom's health seems to be good. But her mom has, like, a piece of cake every day. 
Well, I think it was kind of. Did they, did her mom say that, or was it a joke? Like Dolores likes to razz her about her diet no, because she, she did used to eat like. Well, no, this I think this was a flashback or something. Yeah, her she saying about yeah. like, can you go one day without eating your cake? And she's yeah, like, no. It was last season or the season before where oh. um, her mom would just have the worst, worst health habits. It's scary. Yeah, that is very scary, especially when your parents are up in age. But you know, uh, everything seems to be good. Um, right now. Speaking of doctors, though, mm. Dolores has to break the news that she and David have broken up. Oh, boy. Jeez, this has, like, affected the family more than it has affected her. I feel bad for Dolores. I feel horrible for Dolores. Everyone's like, oh, no, poor David. Yeah. We're gonna miss David. Oh, David. Her mom even says, they don't come no better. Yeah. I was like, what? Duh. And like, Dolores, her, even, there are no better fish in the sea than that. Well, Sorry. Even her dad was like, oh, I thought of him as one of my own. Yeah. I think he wiped a tear from his eye or something. I'm like, y'all. That's, I hate but, that. but I feel like in the end, her parents were like, I'm glad that you're doing what you need. It's too bad I had to come to this. Yeah, I, I agree. End. I yeah. do agree. It's not like her parents were like just so heartbroken about it. They're like, you know, they really understand Dolores. Right. They understand her very well. Um, yeah. And so they uh, they agree with her. They're like, that's not where you need to be then. Yeah. Thank you for being supportive parents. Yeah. Joe is working on their new home. Uh-oh. Which really is not their new home at all. It's, They're, like, tearing this down. I was like, is it a renovation or a demo like demolition? Yeah. Like, it looks like a complete it, demolition. Are they just going to tear down the whole thing and just keep the base? It was hot watching Joe Gorga drive that big machine in those big old construction boots yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I, I don't think that the new house is going to even resemble that old house a little more modern a little more cozy well obviously not because they go out onto that deck and they're like well this is where the kitchen's gonna be right <laughs> and i'm like okay so obviously the house is gonna be completely restructured 100 i really hope they get rid of those wasps I hope they keep them. That could Do be you? fun. Yeah. A family, it, a family right, right in the kitchen. Trick. Right in the kitchen, too. Yeah, just leave it right there. I think that's Build perfect. around it. I love it that Melissa runs further out onto the deck yeah. that she can't go back in. Those poor cameramen. I wonder yeah. if the cameraman got stung. I don't think Because they all have to stand there and they're like trying to film. They're like, please let us. Can I we get off this? Can we get off this deck, too? <laughs> can this not be part of the scene? But Melissa just hops the fence and she's just like, bye. Uh, Good luck. I'm not uh, going back in there. <laughs> uh, and then Joe shows her how he broke into the house, literally. I had to break in. <laughs> and then when she tries to throw a brick, she misses. <laughs> She's like, I can't believe you're doing that. You're such a big mess. Well, can I? Well, I want to do it. <laughs> can I try? I want to destroy She's like, something. Oh, I don't have to sweep that up. No, let yeah, me do it. I want to do something now. <laughs> let me demolish this house. Joe, like, in his confessional talks about how moving is one way to keep their relationship alive, keep them guessing, keep it fresh. I'm like, moving is not a way that I consider keeping a marriage alive. I feel like 
building a home together would because like designing and figuring your new life out i think that's what's fun about it do you know what's gonna happen inside that house yeah okay not moving their home i mean that moving their whole life into a new area that they're designing okay i think that's what it that way that makes perfect sense i think that's what it means more i guess since i've never had money to think that way there was only one time in my life where my mom married a construction worker and he built this house for us it was like perfect it was really awesome. lasted two years, but... Bye, guy. Bye, buddy. Bye. <laughs> Over at Jennifer Aiden's, she's making breakfast with Olivia. You know, Olivia loves to show off for those cameras. Gabby joins them. Jennifer has a kickboxing coach coming over that she met through Dolores because as a family, they've decided to change their diets and exercise more together. Are you ready for our workout today? Well, I don't think Olivia is on board. That's what I was just saying. I was like, as a family, except for Olivia? Yeah, because Olivia heard workout, and she's like, no, I'm going to go eat some candy in the bedroom. Right? <laughs> I was like, no. I'm going to go dump these eggs in the toilet and eat the candy stash. <laughs> mm. Mm. Jennifer's mom is extending her stay in Turkey, and Jennifer's like, thank God. But poor Olivia. She just starts crying while she's eating her eggs. She's like, oh, I don't want her to go. I want her to come home. Yeah, poor Gabby. She's also like... Gabby she, seems just so kind of shut down right now. Numb. Yeah. Numb. She just seems really shut down right now. Well, remember last season she cried because of the tension between Jennifer and her mother. And remember, and the season before that was the or mother the and... dad. The mother and... The grandfather. The mother and son. Because didn't their, her brother come out as gay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and get, yeah you're right. And, Olivia, and Gabby, and Gabby was back. the one that talked to her yes, grandma and said, yes. it doesn't matter. Like, she was, she's so, such an adult right now. Yes, and now Gabby's the one holding on to the family secret. <sighs> this poor girl. And, like, they start talking about it, and then this kickboxer-related instructor comes, and she sends her off, and she sits down, and she's like... I'm really sorry you're going through this. This is really hard. You want Let's go work out. <laughs> I love that the kickboxer came in and she's like, just go downstairs and then just ignore her. I was like, if someone came into my house, I would like escort them downstairs. But then I had a revelation. I was like, that kickboxer has already been there. It's already set up. Already set up all of her stuff. Yep. She got mic'd. Listen, you've been on the inside. You were inside the fourth wall. I was like, now that all makes sense. But at first I was like, Jennifer, you're a rude hose. <laughs> Little bitch girl came in and commented. I think Jennifer's really um, a good mom. I think so too. I think so too. Dolores shows up and her butt is incredible. She's really in shape. I know she spent money on that body, but she also works out. She knows what she's doing. She is hot mm-hmm. i mean j-lo hot in my opinion her body have you like i mean we're big guys but holding up boxing gloves that those are heavy like i remember being a kid and just trying to box with friends and i was like these are heavy and hurt my arm to hold up <laughs> we should try it now as adults and see if we feel the same way i'd be like hi-ya karate hi-ya like that would you be doing kickboxing if your face was as fresh as jennifer aiden's well, I don't think they're going to be sparring with each other. I know, but I would just be worried that like someone would accidentally not like pay attention to where they're kicking or <laughs> punching, or maybe I might accidentally, you know, fall. Or... or maybe she thinks it'll be a blessing if something happens. 
<laughs> I like that uh, the kickboxing instructor was like, it's always a man that you're envisioning. And they're like, you don't know this group of women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's sexist. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> so right at the end, Dolores gets a call. Her stress test is come... Well, at first, Dolores shows up saying, my mom's stress test has come back with an abnormality. And she's going to David's hospital. Um, Dol- Dolores and David are not amicable, but her kids are still talking to him. He's hanging out with Frank, but they have like hard split. He's got nothing more to say to her. Yeah, he it was. He just switched off. Like boom, done. Yeah, but you know, despite what's going on with Dolores, she does check in with Jennifer. She's like, "Are you okay? Are you mad at Bill? Are you mad at all of these things coming back up?" You know, I Frank cheated on me while I was nine months pregnant. Which is weird that Dolores had that moment of non-compassion for Jennifer. Yeah. When their stories are, you know, so close to it. So well, she had compassion, and then she didn't have compassion when she found out all the other backstory. Right, But now right. she has compassion again. But when Jennifer starts to, like, talk about what's going on with her and Bill, she, like, cuts Bill down a lot. She called him a pussy. Deep down inside, we're all a bunch of pussies. Yeah, and... Because like, he never stood up for her. Um, and she's, know. like, re-mad at him, you know? She never dealt with it. She was like, if I forgive him, I have to forgive him and never talk about it again. Yeah. You can't do that. You have to talk about things. Mm-hmm. At the very minimum, you have to go to therapy to talk about it if you can't talk about it with your own husband who's put you in this situation. Yeah, Dolores, like, she knows how to be real with people and be like, no, you're still got issues about it. You need to talk yeah. about it with somebody or him. <laughs> and this is a, the other, like, part B of Frank's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Scene. And then Dolores gets the call. From her, her brother. Her mother is being scheduled for a triple bypass. Yeah, this is not good news. 90% blockage. And Dolores holds it together through that whole scene. Ugh. I bet it was as soon as she got into the car and unmiked and alone, I bet she bawled. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, remember even she said that uh, during their divorce, Frank never saw her cry. Mm-hmm. But she cried. Yeah. So, yeah. She's just... Uh, she's, uh. Anyhow, I love Dolores. I think Dolores is the catch of the century. Joe tells Melissa, while they're getting ready for Guy's Night, that in the group text, he kind of half joking and half seriously replied f you bill i mean i wouldn't even know how to respond to that no one did yeah no everybody's like whoa (laughs) everyone was like is he joking just like well i kind of was and it kind of wasn't like no you weren't that's not a joke (laughs) joe gorga is not on my my favorites list this no he's he's not on my favorite episode but everyone (laughs) Even though they don't know about Joe's intentions, they all agree that Bill should have put his wife in her place. Mm-hmm. So weird. Like that's just, uh, I just don't get it. <laughs> so so the now guy, the beef is between Joe and Bill now. It's weird. Like, what? I don't like it. Um, the guys show up. I didn't get the name of the restaurant this time. Joe B gets there first. Frank shows up, gets his green apple martini. Bless. Yeah. Tiki shows up. He's forty-six. He's ageless. His face is like butter. He's gorgeous. And I want to lick it. I would have. I would have thought he was in his thirties. Yeah. Heck, if he said he was twenty six, if he I said he was like thirty two, I'm like, what? 
<laughs> um, I'm still weirded that uh, you know that I didn't realize that Evan was the jumpster. I'm still talking about it. He shows up. He's like sneaking up on him. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> and then Tiki brings up the allegation. I was interested. This is the second time, if I remember correctly, that, that Louis has initiated, that Tiki's initiated. Ooh, he's like, I've seen the show. I know how to get in <laughs> on this. But they talk about the allegations about Louis and the domestic abuse. Well, the funny thing is, Tiki brings it up, but you know, Joe, Joe B, he's the like, gossip. He's like, I already know. I'll tell you all the deets. Yes, Joe <laughs> B's the real gossip. He tells the story. Uh, and you know, Joe Gorga brings up a, a very reasonable question Question, what if I give Louis the benefit of doubt and I'm wrong? And he's like, I've given him the benefit of the doubt like two times now. Like, when do I say enough is enough and something happens? So we do we bring it up with Louis tonight? <laughs> I mean... Uh, Frank's like, nope, I don't think so. I don't think that's a good idea. No, I don't think... That's, no, that's not gonna, I mean, they're all going to have to deal with Bill. You know, why are going to deal with Louis too? Oh my gosh. So Bill finally arrives and uh, everyone's kind of surprised... <laughs> I know, while they're talking about him, Bill shows up. Yeah, they're like, talking about how Bill needs to handle his woman. But damn, Bill shows up looking rich. Yeah, but you can tell he's nervous. Oh yeah, he's not interested in this. I would be nervous too, after I that I mean, text. before they before you can even sit down, it starts kind of getting awkward. And Joe says, look, he's scared to come over and give me a hug or something. Nervous. I'm like, yeah. Joe, quit being a bully. Right, <laughs> yeah, but I would be too. And then Tiki... Who, who Tiki's the instigator here? You better Tiki. Did you think that Joe was joking with that text? Joe's <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I just really didn't want to get involved. And then Joe Gorga says to Bill that his wife Jennifer is dirty mm. and disgusting. Use those two exact words. That is dirty and disgusting. It really is. And, I, like, and, like, Bill tries to, like, defend her and stuff and say that she's never tried to dig things up on people. And Evan's like, uh, no, she has. And I don't like her either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this just is such So now Bill anger. is going to get it from both I ends. mean, again, whether you both feel that way about her or not, that's one completely different thing. But I wouldn't say it to Bill. No. I say it to, you know, our millions of listeners, but Bill, <laughs> Bill and Jennifer aren't listening. Um, you know, the difference is that Jennifer was digging to cause harm versus Margaret, who just had this information she's been holding on to. Yeah. So, you know, Bill gets there, and in 30 seconds, he's on his way back out because these men are just jumping in about his wife. I mean, he was in and out so quick that... I mean, his car was still warm. Probably. Probably. So, Evan was kind of nasty here at the end. Yeah, he's like, bye, 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 go ahead, bye, your wife's trash, bye. <laughs> so, uh, I didn't like that. I wasn't interested in I did not it like either. that at all. So, I again, I don't Bill. really feel like this episode should have been titled about the last five minutes of the episode. Um, I'm curious to see what happens next when Louie arrives. Oh, God. I can address the video for you. We still have oh, that. I forgot. Louis hasn't even showed up yet. And then when we come back next week, we will do a double dose of New Jersey and be completely, completely caught, caught up. up. Only one episode a week again. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> or one Housewives episode a week, I should yes. say. Until the next one comes around. All right, you all. 
another fun-filled week. We had a lot to say about New Jersey this week. Thank you for joining us <laughs> on Hunter Harden's birthday. Yes, literally, thank you, my love, for working on your birthday. I know, I have to go fly out in an hour. But thank you for doing this podcast also on your birthday. Well, you know what? I'm here for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here for you. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, so you can be here for us on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube at The Real House Bears Podcast. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and a cute little review. Um, and you'll be famous. We'll, we'll talk about you on the podcast. P fans will probably send you stuff. Who knows? Yeah, you get free sponsorships and stuff. But you have to do it. Like, <laughs> y'all have to do it. <laughs> you have to do it. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. To me? Happy birthday <laughs> to you. To me? It is my birthday. It is. Happy birthday. This is a birthday sound sound check. Birthday sound sound check. Check check. Check day birth. Where's my paycheck? On your birthday. <laughs>